Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we record a, a horror slash serial killer podcast style intro where we go, the following podcast is not suitable for those with heart conditions. I'm doing it right now. This is it. Are you joining in? Yeah. You guys joining in with me? Just be careful. Don't. You might get a bit scared. Don't watch it if you, uh, yeah, if you get some, scared Some stuff. of the explicit content ahead. Some not of viewers on the edge of 12. It's still Caution. Very, it's still very silly, but... I made it through, and I'm a big scaredy pants. The spooks you're about to hear were spooked by professionals. Uh, do not spook at home. Do not, yes. This ain't your mama's spook cast. Okay, are we all clear? I think, yeah. yeah it's going to get spooky. Dayton, Dayton, no. Dayton's uh, no. It. Okay, roll the, yeah. roll the bit where we talk before the beginning. Bit. Fetch some clean pants. Here we go. <coughs> Can this, the ominous music will stop now. <laughs> Ooh, it's Ben from the future somehow. Just to let you know that to make this episode extra spooky, we've actually intentionally had audio problems. So enjoy a very sort of weird tinny version for about five or six minutes, and then it'll kick in and sound lovely again. Ooh, it's amazing how we plan these things. Oh, scares noises. I mean, spooky, 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 scary party. sends shivers down your spine. Yeah. Is this one called spooky? It's everyone has a skeleton inside them. There's there's always a skeleton nearby. Spooky skeleton. Spooky skeleton. Yeah, we'll make this one spooky. It's. Because yeah. that's how we differentiate our brand. We just change the word at the beginning, put eats on the end. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All of us failed to think of some another <laughs> yeah. one there, didn't we? Did you hear that? Did like you a, hear that was the sound of silence. We're all desperately trying to think of some oh, other what's oh train eats. We could we could run a rail service. We could do uh we could do um like Vir- Virgin Virgin Galactic, we could do like Space Eats. Yeah. Um, we oh, could do like a, a Star Wars style racing thing called Podiots, couldn't mm-hmm. we? That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cleaniots would be our cleaning company. Yeah. Uh, Cateriots. I'm trying to think of like an actual genuinely company. good one. Not that yeah. yours haven't been good. Just No, it's, it's just They by just numbers, serve their it? purpose. I mean, yeah. Podiots isn't good. The reason we chose it is because it was stupid and it yeah, sounded true. silly. It doesn't even make sense. Vidiots is at least a play on idiot. Yeah. Pod- what's that, Odiot? It's a I'd play on, on Vidiots is what it is. Yeah, which is in it's itself a, a play on something words. How many layers deep can we get with players on words? Really, really deep. So deep. So deep that we should pull ourselves out of this this deep, Hell, deep trench that we've got ourselves stuck in. That was a scary in. intro, wasn't it? Uh, I feel pretty spooked. Um, you know, like when podcasts do Christmas ones 
and they just put sleigh bells over the normal music. Yeah. What can we do for this? You just play it with like organ music, like a, and and I a don't bit have of that. Do you have that talent? Clap. Can you do that? I could possibly do it. It wouldn't. Good? It wouldn't be as like thick and orchestral as the normal one we have. Are you committing to that right now? Well, because I, I was just going to add boo noises over the top. <laughs> I can do like this a single like just the melody. Like I can't. You know, it's got yeah. a whole load of like strings and shit in the background and yeah. like twinkly orchestra. I'm not doing like you know a twelve layer mix of it but if i could hear, listen carefully do, do, there's like do, do. children frolicking as well oh, yeah in, in the normal one that's a very special one no i think you could do it i could do yeah i could do it well take take it away peter i suppose here it goes And welcome to Spooky oh, 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 Episode 18. I'm Ben. I'm Michael. And I'm Peter. Oh, I'm, we should have I'm Spooky of, Ben. No, we should have thought of spooky names like I'm on the Fright, Halloween episodes of Simpsons. Like Mel Spooks and stuff oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, James Hal Brooks. Yeah, that's it. Not much Mel Spooks. Who was I thinking Mel Spooks there? There's a Mel on the uh, writing staff. Is it Mel Brooks? Mel. No, Mel Brooks is no, he's like, not the same. No. He's very, yeah, yeah he's something James Hal Brooks. That. That's, yeah. yeah I, was, I think maybe he was Mel Brooks on one of the Halloween episodes. Well, oh, be, yeah, he may uh, have been. Frightful Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had that good. one before, Frightful Johnson? My, my current Twitter name is My School Bonson. Okay, that's pretty. That's clunky, but it's good. It's clunky, but you yeah, fit as many of those in as you yeah, can. As many. What thinking. about you, Peter? I'm currently Peter Ghostin. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, that's about the only one you can do. I, I don't think there's anything else. Uh-huh. Um, Jules has a really good one right now. I can't remember it, but like I remember Ghouls, right? last year yeah, it was Ghouls. Ghouls. Right? Is it Ghouls? Ghouls, Ghouls chills. Chill. Again, it's unnecessary. Oh. I don't think you have to go for the double name, really. Personally, mm. maybe, maybe I just think that because I can't think of anything for Peter. But yeah, you jealous bastard. Shrieker. Shrieker Ghostin. I don't know. There we go. Well, that's pretty good. Something like that. I don't really have one for me. I, well, I don't really like to play this game anyway, because yeah. I think Halloween's a bit overblown, and I don't really understand Fuck it. You. Um, Fuck you. Fuck you. You're not allowed to have fun. Fuck you. I hate you and your fun. Spike off. That's why your parents called you boring. No! If you don't <laughs> come up with a spooky some Halloween treat? name, oh. you'll be boring when you grow up. Yeah. Did you trick or treat as a kid? I did, yeah. Okay, so you... you I, d- I stopped quite young, When though. it benefited you, you, you enjoyed Halloween, but as soon as it stops, like, you're no longer able to reap the rewards. It's like, fuck it! I could still I could still trick or treat. There were several years where I, I just didn't want to do it. Oh. I just didn't... I just, it's pretty sweet. I just can't be... In, I can't it's, be free, it's free. Free candy. Real estate. Uh, yeah, sorry. What what are we here? Spookiest. This yeah. is this is a podcast, it's the official podcast of the Vidiots YouTube channel. It's a conversational podcast where we take questions from you. We we also obey the rules of the three us. The three. Uh, everybody brings a thing along to talk about. Uh, this week, obviously, it's it's Spook Week. Ah. Did you ask for spooky questions? Uh, no, but <laughs> oh. people did send in some spooky oh, questions, good. and oh, I was good. able to sort of skim them off the top, like scum mm. and uh, bring them to you to share today right uh we've got one here yeah oh shit this is from uh, a man who knows how to promote himself youtube.com <laughs> forward slash the wrestle dude that's yeah, his name the wrestle dude on twitter we've yeah. had him before i had, had him before. i had someone uh, follow me on twitter the other day that was just the email address as the twitter handle <laughs> well <laughs> god grandma's on you'll yeah. never forget it yeah <laughs> come on really really memorable in the spirit of halloween 
What is your favourite Halloween movie or TV show? By Halloween, does it just mean horror rather than something that has to be set on? Oh, that said, Hocus Pocus is pretty good, isn't it? Mm, And that's set on Halloween. I haven't seen it. Um, Is that a Disney thing from years ago? I don't know if it's technically Disney, but yeah, it's like a, you know, it's it's kind of Spielberg-esque family fun it like really rings bells, yeah. It's there's like three witches and there's like a zombie man. Oh yeah, and yeah. some some children, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> there might be children. That's not my choice. I, I'm not saying just hocus pocus, but it. that is just up there with, okay. and it's set on Halloween. But uh, I don't like I don't like scary films. <sighs> I don't I don't watch them. October's um, not your month, is it? Well, it's yeah, no, not really. But like, that's what I'm saying. It's not a month that makes me anxious. It's just I just it just does nothing for me care. as someone who doesn't really appreciate spooky things. But I do always enjoy the Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to pick something that's actually scary. There's lots of Halloween-themed things that are cool, that are fun. I like the... Halloween-themed things that are cool. Uh, Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Which one do you like? I like the Halloween-themed episodes of of the cartoons that I watch. um, Family Guy, I seem to remember, did actually... One that's that's actually a bit spooky... I think it was maybe season two, so way back when. Yeah. Um, they did an episode where it was sort of... What's what's the one where... Is it the ring where the screen goes all, like, um, staticky? Yeah. And things come out of it. Out, yeah. Right, but, like, Stewie was communicating with the TV and, like, just got just got stuck in the TV world and then they had to try and get him out again because Peter found uh, an ancient Indian burial ground under the house. Right. By which I mean Native American, but the sort of the... Yeah, the Halloween term, term, isn't it? Yeah, Halloween term. The Halloween term, and he found a skull and started using it as like a like a uh, an athletics cup oh, yeah. over his Johnsons, right? Uh, Johnson and Johnsons, and uh, and then yeah, it was it was a normal episode, and then they went to bed, and the TV sort of went off, and then the TV just sort of turned on, and it was static. And it was just, I remember that just being actually quite spooky. Just oh, the way that they might did be a parody one. of Portlegeist, actually. Oh, yes. You're well-versed in this sort of stuff. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I can't think of, like, a specific Halloween thing. I just, I'm going to go to, like, my favourite horror, which would be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. Just a fucking good film. Still kind of terrifying to this day. See, I've, I've heard, obviously, I've heard of that, but mm. I don't really know anything about it. Because it relates back once again to my favourite serial killer, Ed Gein. <laughs> oh, boy, <laughs> there he is. his escapades. Everyone's got one, a favourite serial killer. And if you don't, you're stupid. You're, if you don't, then you, you're probably someone else's favourite serial killer. Oh, yes. oh, shit. Or you're about to be done by a serial killer. Ben's mum turned to him in the car one day when he was a little lad and said, Ben, yeah. you need to find a f- favourite serial killer or else you'll be boring. <laughs> you'll, be boring. you'll be boring. Find someone who murdered people and idolise him. Boring. Boy. Otherwise, it'd be boring. I, I do genuinely prefer like seventies, eighties horror because mm-hmm. right now it's too based on spoops, like uh, jump scares. Jump scares. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh fucking hell! Just it's don't. Just, like the Insidious franchise is just insidious. It's horrible. Like nice. I watched the new It. That was just a bastardization of something that was kind of spooky. Like mm-hmm. it used to be that you build an atmosphere. I'm not saying new films don't do that. There is some genuinely amazing new horrors, but on the whole, it's kind of commercial horrors has gone down a bad route mm-hmm. like ghost stories recently i watched a fucking good film highly recommend that mm-hmm. martin freeman as always good boy i watched ali g forgot he was in a oh. martin freeman's in that sasha as well. baron yeah your boy cohen um <laughs> <laughs> i think <laughs> rosemary's baby i think is one of the horrors that stuck with me forever that's a film that's like two and a half hours long and uh-huh. it's not scary for the first hour and a half and then it just progresses into this fucking insanity. And can you give us a brief, a brief, a brief synopsis? <laughs> a brief, 
give us a brief synopsis. I did quite enjoy it as someone who doesn't like spooky things, although it did stick yeah. with me for quite a while. What, the new one? Yeah. I remember the original was like, what, it's like it was a TV thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking up the synops- synopsis the of synopsis. Baby. The, uh, to, the uh, Pet Cemetery uh, teaser came out just, just now. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, this week. Is yeah. that a spooky one? Recording. That's another Stephen King thing, right? Yeah, it is. It's about um, like sort of weird children in the woods behind someone's house. They just moved to this house and yeah. there's a forest. Um, and there's like these weird kids doing stuff in there. It's it's spelled. I always wondered because I didn't know what it was about, and I always wondered why it was spelt really weirdly. It's yeah. spelled S E M A T A R Y or something, mm-hmm. and it's because in the forest there's this like weird like children's scrawled sign that says Pet Cemetery, and oh. obviously the kid has spelt it wrong because they're a kid. Um, Stupid. So it's some kind of weird creepy creepy children thing, which. You know, that's a trope. Oh, it's um, a trope. Hopefully they do it well, but I don't know. Yeah, I, it's I just, probably too much for me. I just Googled Rosemary's Baby and I remembered it's directed by Roman Polanski, which effectively put the film puts the film off limits now. He can't enjoy oh, that. Oh, no, because yeah. he's, he's a literal total shit. He an is actual, like an person. awful human being. But he's I'll give a real, synopsis real anyway. poo man. Yeah. A yeah. young couple moves into an apartment only to be surrounded by peculiar neighbours and occurrences. When the wife becomes mysteriously pregnant, paranoia over the safety of her unborn child begins to control her life. Eventually, she ends up giving birth to the devil in oh. one of the most horrifying birth sequences of my life. Oh. There's a scene where she's essentially raped by the na- the demon neighbours, and it's like chilling. My God, 1968 that film. Good, good shit. That 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 does sound really. It's horrible. Yeah, that sounds great. It sounds like a really good general. time. Yeah. I uh, I would if I had to pick like a horror film, one of the ones that like properly I had to just not watch any more of it was um, Mama, which is. Um, it's about these two like feral children Um, it's like this woman and her two kids live in some cabin in the woods and I think someone comes and murders the Mm mum right at the beginning and then these two kids get adopted oh no the, the thing is they get found like way later on like so they should have been dead by rights because yeah. they've just been in this cabin but they're like alive and they can mm. they get adopted by this like lovely family wholesome family and then these two little children are like they can like see something called mama and there's this like one shot where they're like they're all weird like animally kind of oh they're, they're really creepy and there's this one shot where it's like it's nighttime i think the mum the like the adoptive mum comes out into the corridor and the kid one of the kids is at the end of the corridor like silhouette and then she fucking she like scuttles down the corridor oh, in like a cool. horrible way <laughs> so in terms of like something that really like i just couldn't watch at all that there's that um one of my favorite horror films in terms of not necessarily being scared of it but like the atmosphere and stuff is yeah. I, I'm just a sucker for Blair Witch Project I think it's really cool I tried re-watching it a couple of months ago I think we were talking about it on a podcast right. or something and I just like it's not the same I've not watched it in a while but like I think if I that's stu- one that if I stuck with it I probably would have enjoyed it till the end because the last 15 minutes is kind of yeah sure really it, it definitely it's one of those that like the beginning is you know it drags doesn't it but yeah. then but that's another film that like doesn't rely on jump scares i don't think there's really any like proper because no score for there's, one thing yeah, so they're not going to be like slamming music in your ears when you know they round a corner or something so there's never like the camera snaps around as a face there it's always yeah. quite slow kind of like you're following with them so stuff kind of reveals itself and just the kind of what it creates is a sense of dread exactly like <laughs> films like that you know i'm all about but ultimately i would say halloween for me 
is not so much about like actual true horror. I would I would say like something like The Witches or something like the Roald Dahl film. I was thinking mm-hmm. of the fucking witches. That's, you? that's horrifying. I hid behind my couch when the fucking the scene comes on where they all transform into the witches. Yeah, that is, that stuck with me for years. But it's like it's <laughs> not like, actual horror. That is horror. It's like family horror. And yeah. that's I mean ha- Halloween for me. I don't I, I don't want anything too intense. I want like you know I'm still a children who wants to go around collecting sweets and so I'm going to watch like the Roald Dahl movie or yeah. something like that or Hocus Pocus and that's, that's what a, I would choose ultimately. the fucking Tim Burton one the acclamation. Not Corpse Prince, Bride? Not Corpse Bride. No. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before oh Christmas. that's not Halloween that's Christmas. It's a Christmas yeah, film. I haven't seen that either. Yeah another vibe. When I first heard about the Blair Witch Project I did think it was about Tony Blair <laughs> and there's a part <laughs> right. of me that as I've still not watched it I'm just wondering if it ends with Tony Blair well, I, I like to think the whole thing is Tony Blair stumbling through a forest just with a camera on the New Labour just written in blood re- on the wall. Looking well, for George Bush. It starts Bush. with that. It starts with that. He's looking for George Bush and then at the end he like he gasps and he drops the camera and there's a blood-curdling scream and the only thing that you can see is the Chilcot inquiry on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then there's like a plane ticket that says just says The Hague. Yeah. And oh, that's where he's hell. going. Anyway. Then um, there's a sequel where he slowly tries to edge his way back into like Brexit-based politics. Oh, no. Just occasionally goes, making on, a Tony, statement. You may have been in The Simpsons, but we've had enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Fuck. Just now and then, he talks to the papers and says, yeah, they, they shouldn't Tony do Blair. it. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Hi. it's, it's me, Tony, Tony Blair. Blair. Tony Blair. Um, Tony Blair. Yes, I uh, converted from Catholicism uh, in order to be Prime Minister, because apparently you can't be a Catholic and no way. be Prime Minister. Mm. Yeah, wow. apparently yeah. so. That's, uh, that's good. And Anyway, whatever. That's not the point. It's spooky in its own Ooh. right. Oh, Tony Blair. Tony Blair's coming <laughs> back. Um, His weird pointy face. What do you think about uh, television shows that aren't so just scary by their nature but things like inside number nine has some episodes oh. that, that are very unsettling yeah i love that um doctor who has some really oh, yeah. spooky moments mm-hmm. in it like have the, you seen my mummy that was awful <laughs> yeah it was. Uh, the, was the weeping angels was f- the fucking worst thing in the entire yeah. world uh and uh, there was there was an episode of inside number nine that i was watching with my girlfriend the the other week because she had just watched them and said, I've been watching this show called Inside Number Nine. I was like, I love Inside Number it's Nine. So good. But I've only seen a few episodes. Yeah. And there are some that are really weird, like intentionally quite upsetting and unsettling in mm-hmm. how they're shot and how things sort of progress. Sort of Black Mirror-esque. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's quite you're not really sure what to expect or what's happening until it's revealed. Cause each each you've spoken about it on the on the podcast before, each episode is self-contained story. Yeah, completely separate. Um it's it's always Reese uh, Shearsmith and fuck the other Steve guy. Steve Pemberton. Yeah, Steve Pemberton. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and but they write everything in the most brilliant way. There's always a crazy twist that you never expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everything is a completely separate story, set of characters in each episode, so you can just put whichever one on you want and yeah. just enjoy half an hour of slightly spooky slightly some of them are weird. funny but some of them are really good the, the one that we watched the one about the 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 train carriage yeah the overnight sleeper carriage That's where good. they're all I, d- I don't want to spoil it but it's like it's just a total tw- it's really funny it's all self-contained and it really you'd love it you'd absolutely yeah, love yeah. it but we started watching one where it's time sort of passes very strangely it all takes place in this one flat but it keeps flitting forwards through time and you're not really sure why and it's about this woman 12 days uh, of christine that might be it. Is yeah, that the one where yeah, it starts on New Year's and yeah. stuff? And then suddenly it skips forward and like people aren't there and it starts to take a really unsettling turn. And I paused it and I, I, turned, to, I turned to Becca and said, um, is this going to upset me? Yeah. And she said, you know what? 
I will I will watch through them and decide which ones you'll actually oh, enjoy or not because it did sort of it just all the everyone disappeared from a scene except for her and she was just left in the flat on her own and she went hello and then the camera just sort of started panning down a corridor and I was like okay that's enough of that just for now so just just stop for just a second when you You're say upset me did you mean in terms of being scary or as in like it would stick with me because it's stuff yeah. like that not jump scares but things like that unsettling things happening in the background did yeah. you finish that, it that episode fuck no I didn't wow. oh my god it's it that so it did upset me but like oh good in an, well in I'm a, glad I stopped in an emotional way oh. like more than so yeah a lot of the episodes of Inside Number 9 they're either a bit spooky or really funny but that one when you realise what is happening and why it's happening mm-hmm. again it's this massive twist at the end and you're like holy shit and then it's like the most oh I don't, I, I don't want to say too much but is anyone, it like her life flashing before her eyes or something dreadful like that it's it's yeah it's the equivalent yeah it's it's like a tragic kind of yeah anyone who wants to watch an inside number nine that is quite the hard hitter that oh, one god but, yeah oh, god. i can't wait anyway I, I do i do appreciate a show that just sort of goes totally out of yeah. left field and just takes you by surprise with some of their some of their stuff uh but i, I wouldn't watch your your antichrist birthing video or i would very quickly want to just nip back to doctor who and say yeah yeah. there was a an episode uh a david tennant episode where he uh it's that it was in the catherine tate series and she stays behind right at the beginning of Mm. this episode at this spa and so the whole of the episode is just him on his own and he goes on this bus into a planet that is completely uninhabited. There's like just a tourist site that people turn up on and then you have to go into this like special radiation protected bus because outside nothing possibly can ever survive. Mm-hmm. And they break down oh, and out of the window as the like the visors are coming down to protect them from the light, uh, the driver goes, oh my God, what's that up there? What's that up there? And you don't see anything and then the mm-hmm. thing comes down and the doctor's like, well, what did you see? And he was like, it was like someone was like running towards the bus and then this thing is like banging on all all around the bus on the walls and then somehow um possesses this woman on the inside of the bus Mm -hmm. and she starts to just repeat everything everyone is saying and she's just copying everything they're saying and then eventually she's then saying things exactly the same time as they are saying it so they're speaking and she is in perfect stereo with them and i won't like reveal where it goes but like that one is it's so claustrophobic because the entire thing takes place inside this bus Mm -hmm. and there's just this weird ass woman who is somehow able to say what you're saying at the same time and no one knows what the fuck why she's doing it that's mental it's It's doctor who's really good for that yeah that occasionally they'll they'll have like one or two episodes a season that are just like okay this is the this is the nightmare one when they don't do special effects out the arse no (laughs) no. but that's the thing just keep the monster on the outside of the bus and it's fine yeah yeah, you don't need it let's be inside the bus let's think about the the jaws thing isn't it you show less of the monster and yeah yeah. builds the suspense yeah Yeah. very quickly before we move on to the next question another another doctor who one oh yeah (laughs) where where the the there's that like flesh eating bacteria thing or whatever it is alien Vashta Narada the shadow one yeah, yeah where it says hey who turned out the lights and it's just they, oh yeah it's yeah. the they're in the spacesuits but it's just a, a spooky skeleton in it and then <laughs> the, the alien the, has, the alien sort of is it sort of possessing them and just saying the last thing that they said yeah, in order to yeah like because the suit the suit is like linked to the, your nervous system mm-hmm. so it somehow uses that so that it can kind of use his body 
um, by getting inside the suit and it can like walk him around inside his own suit. Uh, and yeah, it repeats hey, the last thing he said. Yeah. Hey, who turned out the lights? It's very strange. Next question. This is from Hanson Long at Hanson Long on Twitter. What has been your craziest spooky encounter? Could be you were just creeped out by something or someone or ghosts. We've had a similar question ghosts. before. Yeah. We've, we've, we've done encountered paranormal things. stuff. Yeah. And, and I said that I've had nothing. You said I think that there was there the, one of your friend's flats was haunted or no, something. Uh, yeah. Well, one of my friend's flats and the sleep paralysis thing with the sex demon yes. dead. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We got anything new to add to that? Um, got any Got any other spooky things? You had that clock, didn't you? Yeah, we had a grandfather clock go off in our house uh, that struck four, even though the hands were at like 10 to 8 and it didn't have any weights inside. Yes. It just knew what time it was and struck four. And it's never done that before and it's never done it since. And no one knows what the fuck was going on. But I'm trying to think of uh, like a kind of not a supernatural thing, but just a creepy encounter I've had yeah. with someone. Um, I have a fun anecdote if you ooh. want to spend some time yeah, thinking sure. about it. <clears throat> My mum's cousin, who uh, is now a, a brilliant activist and uh, runs a runs an amazing charity that helps uh, children stuck in the Gaza Strip and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, he is also a theatre man. Oh, and a thespian. The, a thespian. And at the time of my... There's no need to bring his sexuality into it. <laughs> <laughs> He's thespian. <laughs> Uh, at, the, at the time, he was, um, I believe, an understudy for a role in a production of The Woman in Black oh, uh, in okay. Oxford. And he took me along to see it. I've heard that it's really scary, even on stage. Maybe it's worse on, on stage. stage. Oh, my God. I would never watch the film anyway, yeah. obviously, oh, for, for, for the reasons that I will describe now, because I've been scarred by it. I think it was like my 11th birthday or oh. something. <laughs> I was really young. He took me and my cousin. Again, I mentioned my cousin last time. He's a year older than me. He's the one who sent us the fake poo. He oh, yeah, just got yeah. married. Um he was just sat there happily just watching it, completely desensitised to everything because I think he he was allowed to kind of watch what he wanted. Mm -hmm. But my parents, though, wanting to protect me, just meant that everything that I was subjected to was absolutely horrifying it was all a, the time. always the scariest always. thing you'd ever seen. Because I'd never seen it before. <laughs> anyway, so this production was going on. We were sat in, like, the middle of the theatre. They used all of the surround sound speakers for, like, the, <gasps> the carriage going round. Oh, nice. The set was the house, but sort of cut in half. Yeah. And while scenes were playing out downstairs, the woman in black was walking around oh, upstairs no. in nice. rooms that weren't lit. And I was like, oh. okay. I did. I, at that point, I had no reference for what was and what wasn't frightening but i knew that that was very upsetting oh, yeah that sounds amazing i've yeah. never so, seen any kind of scary theater theater before. i think if you can go and see scary theater particularly the woman in in black mm. it's such an immersive and horrifying experience mm. even surrounded by other people because yeah. because they can just use the theater to yeah. fuck with you <laughs> that you should absolutely go and see it if you're after it, after that kind of thing. But uh, I said, I think he leaned over and asked, like, how are you doing? And I, I think I said, I'm, I'm having a bad time. <laughs> um, he then took me to the green room oh, no. backstage where I could just sort of chill out. And I met the woman in black. Right. Who just sort of came back and was like, hi, how you doing? Are you okay? In a full makeup. Yeah. Like, are you okay? Oh. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was having a great time. I was okay. like, she said, uh, you know, that you can you can watch what's happening in the theatre on this TV or you can switch to something else. I was like, I'll watch literally anything else. Um, <laughs> and so I, I think I was watching just some TV and like the woman in black would just come in and out of the room every so often just to have like a drink or whatever. But the thing is, that was fine. 
I was that was okay because that was explained and she came over and introduced herself and that was fine. Yeah. But the experience of being in that theatre yeah. and watching what little I had watched and not understanding what was going on yeah, just, fucked me mm. for weeks. <laughs> like it just stuck with me and still sticks with me now. Like as soon as I saw da- fucking Harry Potter was remaking it in film form, yeah, I was yeah. like. I'm not even watching the trailers for that because that's going to be a trigger for me. Like, even if, you know, watching a film, we all know that you can sit and watch a film and it can be really disturbing and troubling if a film is well made. I mean, I can imagine in a sense that theatre might be worse because you're in the room with what... I know there's obviously, like... 200 people in there with you and there's rows and rows of seats between you and the stage mm. but, there's, a, there's a point where your but, brain just disconnects yeah think, exactly oh, this is real yeah like, yeah like and you, they'll turn off the lights and then people will appear in different rooms and oh. stuff and like you could they'll react downstairs when the woman in black is walking around and stuff she'll walk around yeah. and then in another room upstairs the, the there'll be of course there's like a rocking chair that's going and i was like can you can you hear that? And you can yeah. see that the rocking chair is moving because of the nature of a yeah. stage production. Oh, that's good. And then they'll go upstairs and she'll be downstairs. Right. And it's just like, oh my God, this is awful. <sighs> awful. If you can go and see the woman in black in a stage production and you're after spooks, it's, you're in for a fun time. It's a side thing. Did you ever watch Most Haunted as a kid? Derek Akora and shit. No. Yeah, now it's, and then I've seen the odd episode. Like as a kid, I loved it. We, me and my mum used to always watch it like every night it was on and I really got into it. Like, I was really scared by it and there's a there's a, a clip going around on Twitter right now of Derek Akora getting possessed by a woman just going, Mary loves dick! Yeah. Mary loves dick! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In his lovely little Scouse accent. Oh no. <laughs> I do really want to rewatch some uh, Most Haunted though because like, they did, they did like, I think I've said, but they did the lighthouse that was like five minutes from my house like we went there for an episode once. It'd be really fun to somehow find that and rewatch that. But I think like spooky stuff like mm. BuzzFeed Unsolved is a, a funny twist on it. But still, like it's just investigative ghost journalism. They yeah. uh, they caught Derek and Derek Akora out for faking it. Um, no shit. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you know, it was obviously he was doing it, but you can't. All you can do is say, "Well, I I don't think you're doing it," and he's yeah. like, "Well, I am." Um, but. Um, they planted some information for him to overhear oh. um, where they were very loudly talking about, oh, there's this um, there's this ghost man who sometimes comes here and his name is Creed Kafer. And Derek was like okay. behind a door in another room and he like heard <laughs> this and was like, oh, okay, I'm going to use this. And so then they go and shoot and suddenly while they're talking to him, he happens to get possessed and she's like, what's your name? And he goes, Creed Kafer, like that. Mm-hmm. And then they go, well, they don't say this on, on air, but they were like, yeah, um, Creed Kafer is an anagram of Derek Faker. No! Oh, that's got, fucking amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. God. Right, should we move on to a thing? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I have a thing oh, that's quite think? a simplistic thing. Yeah. And it is actually, I must admit, because I was struggling to find spooky things. I wasn't really sure what to do. This was provided by my girlfriend, and she she has called it basic spook bitch questions nice okay so are you ready for some basic spook bitch questions yeah this is from an article 39 creepy questions to get to know someone's dark side we're not doing all 39 okay i feel like i'm already quite acquainted with mine to be fair i bring it out quite willy-nilly Let's uh, let's have some sort of rapid fire responses to sure. this. If you were forced to kill your mother or your father, which one would you choose? Oh my god. Fuck. Um father. Father, yeah. Because he would he would tell me, "Oh, kill me, not your mom." Yeah, I think I think that would happen. Yeah. Think- what if he said, "No, please don't. Anyone but me." <laughs> yeah. Kill your mother. I've been working on a cancer antidote. What would you do? Would you still kill him? 
Do you follow through? All I've got to do is put it inside a capsule. Are you going to kill me before I do this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I think know. it'd have to be mad. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Mick. <laughs> Big Mick. Do you like the taste of blood? Um, I liked Not black really. pudding as when I wasn't a non-meat eater, but... No, uh, actually, I know I'm not totally turned off by the. Yeah, it doesn't. Blood. I don't think it's disgusting, but I think it's more the sensation of like, oh, I'm making my boo boo better by like li- licking my cut. <laughs> you know? Very irony. It's weird. Yeah. I'm not enjoying the taste. It's just like, okay, this is. I need to do this for, for you know. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd, I have to go get up and get a tissue for cleaning purposes a, and right, to right. help it clot. Mm-hmm. You know, antibacterial saliva. Antiseptic. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather bleed out or be set on fire? Bleed out. Bleed out. Definitely. Like, You'd pass out. You'd get all lightheaded and yeah, just exactly. collapse. It's like, oh, I'm getting a bit fuzzy. Being but yeah, set on fire would be being horrible. Being on fire is n- like notoriously the worst way to die. That's a, It's a unanimous thing. Everyone says, yeah, no, no worst that. way to go. Don't go for yeah. that one. If you were trapped on an island, would you rather resort to cannibalism or die of starvation? Cannibalism? I'd, yeah. Well, it actually depends. If it's like a no-hope situation, we'd be like, fuck it. But if it's like, just got to hold out. I don't think I think I'd struggle to kill someone to eat them, even if like we all drew straws or whatever. That would be really sinister. But yeah. if someone died, um, and it was like, well, do we eat him or her? Then yeah, I probably would. Hmm. On that topic, actually, um, the last podcast on the left recently did like a, a series of episodes about you know like the Oregon Trail where people moved like moved across America mm. to California in the hope of like fame and fortune. There's a story of like a whole family, well, a group of people that it just went demonstrably wrong for them, like. It took them like twice, like they set off really late in the season, so they got caught up in like snow and stuff, and like ended up people dying left, right, and centre. Pretty much, yeah. And then like a lot of cannibalism went on, like, and like there was a bit where they drew straws to like figure out who to kill, but no one could actually do it, so they just wait for people to die to eat them. It's a really fucking interesting series. I can't remember what it's called, but it's one of the newest ones. I think it'd be something about some something trail. But I do recommend Mm. listening to that. That likes a really good insight in like how travelling used to be and, like, how awful it could get to. It's, it's horrifying. Okay. Spooky. But that yeah, does sound spooky. I don't know. It's, it's difficult. Depends on the situation in the island, really. Would you rather see the ghost of a stranger of someone that you love? Oh, no. Or sorry, someone Sorry, or love. someone that you love. Sorry, Fuck. yeah, you're right. Um, uh, I think someone that I love. Yeah. Yeah? Does that not freak you out? But I think it's... No, it would be more freaky to see a stranger. I think it would be less freaky to see someone that... I, like, I would... I would trust that they weren't gonna come and like possess my body or like you know rip my head off or throw throw a shoe at me or something yeah i'd rather i'd rather see would you actually i'm gonna add a question in here would you rather see a distinguishable figure like someone that you recognize or just a black shadow oh no Mm. someone that i recognize yeah okay that makes sense yeah way worse yeah do you think death by drowning or death by electrocution would be more painful oh more pe- they say, I don't know why people say this, but that drowning is a peaceful way to die. Like, yeah. Surely it's not. Because no, it, you sounds, know. it sounds like it would be agony. Yeah. It's just like unable to breathe. You're just breathing in water, coughing, spluttering. And yeah, you do literally yeah. take a, a lungful of... I think um, drowning in fresh water is... Oh, which way around is it? I think if you drown in fresh water, it's almost instant. Like as soon as you take a lungful of fresh oh, really? water, you you pretty much die. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you drown in salt water, something to do with the salt, you you have to fill up like your entire lungs before oh, you die. Yeah, um, like, which is like uh, it can take a long time. Yeah, I've heard it's a peaceful death as well, but I don't like see the reason behind that because it's it's a slow death that you're aware of that's surely going to be painful because if you accidentally inhale a bit of water at the swimming pool that's painful mm. let alone breathing in gallon after gallon of water yeah i don't know yeah i think being electrocuted if it's enough to kill you 
you probably don't even know what the fuck is going on. I bet mm-hmm. it just fries your entire like yeah. consciousness out of your own head. Like you know, if it's if it's that level, that it's, it's not instant. I guess it depends on the voltage because executions back in the olden days they could all quite often went wrong. Oh yeah, mm. I don't know. I think I'd That's go drowning. I think I'd go drowning. Really? Uh, I don't know. I really hate electric shocks, but I think I might rather be electrocuted to death rather than drown. I don't. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's not a nice don't choice. Think is about it. it. Yeah. No. Would you rather murder three innocent children or watch three of your loved ones die in front of you? Fuck. Um. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the train tracks thing, isn't yeah. it? Which, which side do you want to go? Um. Murder three children or watch three loved ones die in front of me. Am I a bad person for choosing children? I, I would maybe I would maybe murder three innocent children. It depends on the loved ones. <laughs> I don't know. If they were there all set up for you to murder. Yeah. Like three people have to die anyway, so I may as well. Mm. Then you're gonna have like the children's family hounding you forever. Why did you kill little mm. Susie? Again, it depends on the scenario, like whether I'm gonna <laughs> get caught. Uh, how I kill them. I assume this is a scenario where it's just you kill them and it's done. You just get to live with that guilt on your conscience forever. There's not going to be repercussions for your actions. Mm. It's just a case of it happens, live with you it. You would just be haunted by it forever though, wouldn't you? Oh, you yeah, wouldn't no be able to shut happens. your eyes without seeing them. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's just... a difference between seeing the death of people you love or being the one doing the killing. Oh, oh another fuck. hard one. No, These are getting harder. Easy. Okay, well, well, I'll ask less of a of a sort of An existential child. Yes. One. Yeah. Have you ever tried to contact a spirit with a with a Luigi board? A Luigi board? I haven't, but I do want to try at some point. I've I was not. in the room while someone did. Oh, it. Did, were you? Yeah. Like we went on this, and again, it freaked me out. Obviously, we were on like a, <laughs> a school retreat type thing. You know that they do once a year mm-hmm. when you're in like year nine or something. Yeah. Um, and we went to Kilvaru in Wales, which oh. some people may be familiar with because, especially locally to where I was, lots of schools went there. Um, and one evening they sort of made. A, a makeshift Luigi board, yeah, and uh, and like just just try to straight up just chat with some ghosts, and of course the way it works every time is one person just, moves yeah. moves yeah. the thing across and doesn't tell anyone. Goes, oh my god, it just moved. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't matter in 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 a head that can't can't rationalize that. Yeah, um, it will still fuck with you. Yeah, for me it would. Yeah, I'd, I'd like I'd get fully invested in it. Ugh. Sorry, I do <laughs> do it with people I trust and just kind of see what happens. I think it'd be fun. Candle lit, some skulls in the room. I, if I knew that all that was going to happen is I was going to converse with an actual real life dead ghost spirit boy or girl, <laughs> mm-hmm. then I would not have as much of a problem doing it as if I was worried that, as in the films, you then get like haunted by the ghost for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. like a, a demon comes and sets your house on fire. You know, I'd be worried that something like that would happen. There's supposedly, supposedly like demon ghosts that do utilize the. Uh, Ouija board to in how like once they use that as a tunnel to get into your life. Exactly. And if you think even films that about thing, that, right? There's which... probably films just about that. Yeah, there must be. But like, there is like one famous spirit that is quote unquote, supposedly known for. Oh yeah, there is, isn't there? Yeah, like it. It. I think Claudia's watching a video about it. But like, it, if it starts spelling out Z A Z A or X A X A on the thing, you know, oh stop now! It's the it's the spooky one. It's the one that's it's, gonna get you. It's oh. the one that'll, yeah. Creep into your real life. Well, that that raises another interesting question. I have three more, like just rapid fire ones that yeah. we don't we don't need to talk in depth about. But when it comes to Luigi boards, um, I don't believe that they are remotely real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't believe that ghosts are real. I don't think any of that shit happens. Yeah. I think it's it's usually just some kind of 
trick of the light or trick of the mind or yeah. like hallucination yeah. or some or like you're just freaking yourself out because the human brain is incredibly powerful and it overthinks things sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I am still of the opinion that if I were if I was put down in a room with a Luigi board and said, right, go on then, just fucking use it and see if nothing happens. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it. No, yeah. Not, not yeah. because I don't, not because I believe it could happen, but because it makes me so uneasy that I just don't even want to go near that. Like yeah. saying Bloody Mary into a mirror three times. I don't want to do that. I know <laughs> yeah. nothing's going to happen, but I don't want to do it. That's, I, I think that's kind of what I mean, because I also, I, I do kind of have a, an open mind to just some kind of vague ghostly yeah. phenomenon. Mm-hmm. But, um, Luigi boards, as as we like to keep calling them, yes. I I don't know much about that or whether that's a a thing. Yeah. But having seen films where a demon then comes and and hey there demons, it's me exactly. Yeah, boy. That's what would stop me. Only just just I don't think that this is going to do anything. But I fun. just I just don't want to do the thing that in fiction makes the demon come. Yeah. You know. Why would you? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Michael? I don't. I would try, but like, I think I don't know the the quote unquote science behind Luigi boards, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like to look on Luigi boards. I think it's like it's supposed to be like the the spirit is using your body as a vessel for its energy and transferring its energy into your fingers and moving things around right. that way. Mm-hmm. But I think also like the subconscious, like even if no one's purposely trying to move it in a way, the human subconscious will kind of just like gravitate mm. towards like it. Like eventually, like it's gonna like. Your body's going to start moving, I think, just subconsciously because it's like, oh, this is what I've learned Lu- Luigi boards do. My, yeah. Your fingers are going to like, kind of start just naturally hovering. Mm. And then you maybe follow your own finger movement. Yeah, it's like, like once oh, it starts going direction, cold. oh, oh it's something's guiding yeah. me. Like, it's like when you've got an eye floater and you look at it and you find yourself, your gaze just going off and yeah. off and off and off, following it along. It's like a subtle subconscious thing going on there that makes it kind of quote mm. work. Anyway, mm. three rapid fires. You ready? Have you ever had a dream about dying, yes or no? Yes. Uh, yes. Have you ever had a dream about killing someone? Yes or no? Yes. No, I can't remember. Don't 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 know. And finally, if you could ask the devil a question, what would it be? <laughs> Shit. Can I just quickly talk about one of the dreams where I remember killing someone? Go for it, Michael. <laughs> Go for it. I'm sure I, you wrote it down. It was like I was. I think I must have been like 12 years old or something. It's a really fucked up dream. Now I think about it, but. I was like twelve. Alone. Sorry, hang on. You were you were twelve years old. Yeah. It was. Um, <laughs> he started young. I was alone in the house with my baby brother, which doesn't exist. I do not have a baby brother, but I was so alone in the dream. In the dream, yeah. yeah, I had this baby brother, and <laughs> I was getting really annoyed at it because like, oh fuck, fuck this baby. Who's this baby? Think he is? So I pushed him down the side of the bed and just pushed my bed between like the bed and the wall, so the baby oh. got crushed. <laughs> what does it mean if I kill a baby? in my dream yes i think i just pushed the baby down the side the bed left it and then just kind of went squeezed it between the bed and the wall i did you actually google that i want to know what the answer is i've I've got a i've got a page yeah um hang on you may just need to keep talking amongst yourself for a second i I don't know what else was yeah what would you ask the devil michael while while ben looks up what the fuck is going on in your psyche what what does the devil know like assuming he knows everything i don't i don't know where i begin with that are Luigi boards real? 
I would if if the what devil. What the fuck is God up to these days? <laughs> yeah, wait, if what's the going devil on there? actually appeared to me, so we don't have to yeah. question whether or not he's real. He is real, and he appears in the room, and he says, "What do you want to know?" I would not fucking even look at the guy because the moment you ask him a question, he probably belongs. He owns your soul, yeah. which again, I don't think I believe that someone can own your soul. But if we're it's the saying devil. that the devil can exist in the room, then it probably is also the case he can take your fucking soul. And yeah. he's not having mine, so I'm not asking him a question. I literally, I don't know what I'd ask him. I'd... <clears throat> no, I don't. I'd, that's a really hard one. I genuinely don't know what I'd ask. So, you like donuts, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Babies can represent new aspects of self. They can represent new ideas growing within the self, just like they are new entities of self in the real world. Michael in- was resisting puberty. <laughs> In a dream, if the new idea proves to be of no value, you can just destroy it or start over. When the realisation that killing a part of self within the dream does not eliminate that aspect of self, then a new technique begins on trying to figure out how to utilise aspects of self that you feel are either inferior or that disgust you. I just push the baby down the side of the bed. Because it was annoying you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Right, there may be something darker there, but that's something for a therapist and not us. Sorry, uh, dream baby. Well, there we go. That was my thing. Some hey. basic bitch spook questions. That was a good thing. Uh, a very quick... I know was, we've had a lot of questions, but we're going to move on to another one from a person. Yeah. yeah. Sheldon, at Sheldon yeah. underscore Kerr underscore, and their spooky name is Sir Heldon. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. What is your favourite spook? Are you more ghosts or skelly boys? So what's your favourite variety of horror thing? Do you like zombies? Do you like skeletons? Do you like ghosts? Do I you don't like the paranormal? Watch, I don't. Since, since watching Paranormal Activity, which I'm sure some people will say, well, it's a bit tame. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't want to watch ghost slash demon things anymore. I don't yeah. like that shit. I would rather... It sort of brought it home to roost a little bit. Yeah, I'm happy to watch murderers, serial killers. I really like um, the Hannibal films and stuff like that. Yeah. I've got no problem with those. And... Zombies, I guess, are interesting. Yeah. I think yeah. vampires and werewolves are both super overdone and stale, and I just can't. Yeah, take... never got into that world. Yeah. It's not interesting to me. I like kind of like viral things where like it's more like the transmission of the evil kind of thing. So like zombies are a good one about like how uh-huh. it gets transmitted between people. But there was a mm-hmm. good. I think Contagion was a film released a couple of years ago about like just like a viral outbreak of a disease that eventually just kills you. Mm-hmm, like right. you get respiratory issues, you vomit blood, and you just eventually die. And it's just it's just a film documenting the process of that disease spreading across the world. Oh wow, it's, like it's pandemic. A, it's, yeah, it's, it's really good. Like it's a really good film. It's very slow, very kind of boring in a sense, but mm. it's just nice to see. Oh look, this is how the world could end. I yeah. like just the spread of things. I think that's what I find scary. Did you ever play Everybody's Gone to the Rapture? No, I heard the bat. What was that about? So that's that's a, a quote unquote walking sim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for I think it I think it might have just come out on PS4, and that's, oh, that's yeah. it. If you can play that, play it. And I I'm I'm going to say vaguely what happened in it. So if people haven't played it and they want to, then sort of tune out. Are you okay for me to sort of? Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's in this small English village. Eighties, I think. This, yeah, yeah, the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's just been totally cut off and you you're there you don't know who you are you can't see yourself you've got there's no reflection there's no footstep noise when you're walking like it's it's, it's there are sort of yeah that well that's the thing like as you walk through there's no people there it's all environmental storytelling 
And when you go into a house, for example, and it is, it's very atmospheric. Mm, you go into really these good. houses and there's nothing there, but there's like bloody tissues yeah. on the side. Right, right. And you walk in there and then an event will trigger where there's sort of like this, this spiraling shape that represents where like the human that's being, that's part of that conversation. And they'll be talking to each other. And it's kind of like, it's a lot like the, um, uh, the archers. Is um, some of the archers cast are actually in oh, really? the film, yeah. On Radio in, in 4, the game, so just sorry. like wow. it's it's just like people going about their lives and talking, but it becomes clear as you go through that like something happened. Yeah. They started to feel unwell and then Birds were dying as well. Birds I think. were dying first, and then they got completely sealed off from the outside world because right. you see like police barricades and, and cars and, and stuff like that. And as you go deeper and deeper, you start to understand that the, the local observatory spotted something and then whatever it was that they spotted came down some kind of energy force or something yeah. and it very quickly infected everybody yeah. and they weren't really sure why but it seemed like it might be, be benevolent but the entire town sort of essentially, that's why it's romantically referred to as going to the rapture, yeah. just disappeared Ooh. and it like you can hear government transition uh, transmissions mm. at, at various points during it saying like we need to we need to isolate them we need to cut them off it's traveling through like the phone lines and stuff oh wow and then obviously the police cars that are around the outside are empty yeah. and it's heavily implied that actually this thing has just spread way beyond oh, nice. this yeah. place that sounds really cool and you're just experiencing this little pocket and seeing it unfold by experiencing their conversations sort of echoes of old conversations that yeah. took place before oh, it's died. really interesting and mm. especially about that that thing that that menace spreading outwards like yeah. insidiously it's yeah, yeah. very yeah. interesting I really want to rewatch uh, Contagion now <laughs> it's in <laughs> my head I'm like playing through the film like oh shit yeah you should watch it tonight yeah I might do mm. get spooked right a thing. It's time for a thing. Who's oh, got a thing? I've got a thing. Oh. You got a thing? Oh. I thought it would be criminal if we didn't have a spooky trip into Wikipedia <gasps> today. Wikipedia. Oh my god. Um, I want to tell you about a uh, psychological condition that could affect any one of us. Oh no. Called the Cotard delusion. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to what? Co- Cotard. Co- Cotard. 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 C O T A R D. Okay. Cotard, okay. I believe. The, okay. Cotard. Yeah. Coated. Coated. Coated? Coated? Quoted. Quoted. The <laughs> uh, Cotard delusion is a rare mental illness in which the affected person holds the delusional belief that they are already dead, Ooh. do not exist, are putrefying, or have lost their blood or internal organs. Oh my oh, god, Christ. that sounds horrifying. Statistical analysis of a 100-patient cohort indicates that the denial of self-existence is a symptom present in 45% of cases, but paradoxically, 55% of patients believe uh, they have uh, delusions of immortality oh okay um, so oh they think God. that they're right so some people who don't think they exist anymore just assume that that means they're invincible yeah i guess so um so it's named after a guy called cotard well he's french sorry so what was that it, it might even Cutted. be Qatar. Qatar. yeah it's french Qatar, right. you just knock the last letter off don't Cotted. you that's how you speak french mm. um uh and he bonja he was a uh, <laughs> A man who studied the case of Mademoiselle X, who is like an anonymous patient who had this. Um, And the case describes a woman who denied the existence of parts of her body and of her need to eat. She said that she was condemned to eternal damnation and therefore could not die a natural death. And in the course of suffering, 
Uh, she died of starvation because oh she just god. stopped eating. Oh my god. Um, one more recent case in 1990 involves a Scotsman whose brain was damaged in a motorcycle accident. Uh, after his discharge from hospital in Edinburgh, his mother took him to South Africa and he was convinced that he'd been taken to hell, which in <laughs> his mind... That's a bit rude. <laughs> yeah, which, a bit ungrateful. In his mind was confirmed by the heat of the air oh you know, my god um and that he had died of septicemia in hospital which had been a risk early in his recovery he thought that he had quote borrowed his mother's spirit to show him around hell wow. and that she was actually asleep back in scotland but what he fuck? was dead and her spirit had just quickly come that would to make show him an around. amazing film i yeah. love these like weird issues that like just like get triggered and like it's totally yeah. out of this world some that like are not like a normal function person would never believe mm-hmm. and you just get in this psychological mode where just you're so sure that this is happening it's yeah. fucking unbelievable well mm. a lot of the court so you, you can get this after for example in this case having an accident you know that guy had a motorcycle accident and i guess he somehow got it into his head that like i should have died or i could mm, yeah. die while i'm in hospital and then he just thought he died just extremely traumatic um yeah. yeah but also um a lot of people seem to get it um kind of in association with depression Oh, um, there's a patient. So your mind just thinks, yeah, mine's dead. Well, mind's I guess so, kind of. There's one patient here. I don't know what caused hers, but she was a 53 year old woman in New York who was diagnosed in 2008, and she claimed that she stank of rotting fish because she was already dead and Fuck, putrefying. You know. Right. Um, Not because she just hadn't showered because she <laughs> thought she was dead. <laughs> well, I don't think she did stink of rotting fish, but she right. just thought that she did. Um, but a well publicized case. Uh, and I've got some information here from the Daily Mail, so oh, it must be true. Reliable. Yeah. yeah. Um, was uh, that of Haley Smith, 17. It's a recent, a fairly recent story. Mm-hmm. Um, her, in her case, it was sort of to do with depression. So she said, my parents had just divorced and I didn't cope with it well. Then one day when I was in, sitting in an English class, I had this really weird sensation that I was dead and I couldn't shake it. <laughs> So she went to see the school nurse, who was baffled and could not find anything <laughs> wrong with her. You, yeah. Just go to the Just put a plaster on I it. I just need to go to the nurse. Dead. I feel like I've died. Um, and she continued, As I was walking home, I thought about visiting a graveyard just to be close to others who were also dead. Mm. But because there wasn't one nearby, I went straight back to my house and tried to sleep it off. Now, this apparently worked briefly, yeah. uh, but then the feeling quickly returned when she was out shopping one day. Um, and this time it didn't go away. And she said, I'd fantasize about having picnics in graveyards and I'd spend a lot of time watching horror films because seeing the zombies made me feel relaxed like I was with family. I decided right. to eat whatever I wanted because I couldn't put on weight because I was dead. Um, what a great excuse for just getting yeah. a Domino's card. <laughs> so she, uh, hers went away um, when, for one thing, she met a boyfriend who was, she said, was just good for her and she was treated for partly for kind of depression and the emotional issues caused by her mm-hmm. her parents splitting up. Yeah. But she also quite famously said that Disney films really helped her recovery. Okay. She said they, they gave her a warm, fuzzy feeling. Oh my and God. she is quoted as saying to her boyfriend once, how can I be dead when Disney makes me feel this good? Did did Disney plant this girl on Earth? Yeah. It sounds like I think it. They, this is one they made of Mr. Disney's robots. Literally able to bring people back from So that death. it would go in the Daily Mail that PR machine. Walt Disney saved this girl from being already dead to be fair Holy Walt Disney the Daily Mail that kind of goes together like cookies <laughs> yeah. and cream that's yeah that's yeah so uh, look out because if you come off your motorbike or wow. if yeah, a sad it's... thing happens in your life what? you might think that you're dead oh. that's crazy I'm really curious what, what happened in my brain when I got hit in the head with that brick yeah what did that dislodge yeah what, what did that change what shifted 
Yeah. What connections got rewired? We're not real. Shit. Yeah. Peter and I, we're not real. Fuck, I've just been talking to myself. You've been in a coma. For you might still be in your years. hospital bed with a brick lodged I'm, in I'm your skull. Hell. I'm hearing this is hell. hell. Hello. Wake Welcome up, to South up. Africa. Oh my god, it's it's awfully warm in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the studio's so warm all the oh, time. Oh no. No, it's not. It's because some people for some reason are impermeable to to cold. Yeah. And they're just like a must have warmth. I don't know if that's what imperfect. I think I've just fucked up all of the words in that <laughs> sentence. But you know what? I gave it a good go. And that's all that matters. What a lovely thing. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Peter. You're welcome. Happy My- Halloween. Happy, happy Ooh. spook fest. Michael, we're going to roll straight into your thing because it's also one of the questions that we received a couple of podiums ago. Yeah, boy. Ben Dane Smith, at Ben Dane Smith, what are your first five steps in the zombie apocalypse? Land or sea, group or lone wolf, run or hide? Michael, go. I think, right, I want to set out, this is for everyone to answer, everyone can have their own thing, but I want to set down the ground rule that these are slow zombies. Okay. okay. It's a bacterial infection, it's a classic zombie case. It's mm-hmm. not airborne, it's through biting blood transmission, okay? That's the rules for the right. zombies. Right, right. God, do you remember that bit in 28 Days Later when one drop of blood went in his eye? He looks up and just... Oh. Yeah, God. Sorry, no. carry on. I haven't seen that film. Really good, good film. That, that genuinely fucking amazing film. It's got film. Christopher Eccles cakes in it. Eccles yeah. cakes? Yeah. yeah. What's he doing these days? Don't know. <laughs> Getting constantly asked about Doctor Who whenever he does an interview and he doesn't like it because he left in a kind of disgruntled way and doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Stop ask. It's been like over 10 years. <laughs> Leave him alone. He was in Heroes season one oh, very I just, briefly. I just want to gush about 28 years later now. Oh, That's yeah. such a good horror film. Like it's not overly spoopy. It's just... Our last question will allow you to talk about that. Okay, oh, cool. good. Well, yeah. Uh, zombie apocalypse. Okay, so assuming we're all living in our current locations, the apocalypse has started now. Mm-hmm. Oh. You, you're getting reports every well, oh shit, the, the dead are coming back to life. This is weird. And the Z word's getting thrown about. Oh. I would definitely. I don't. The, the problem is right now, I don't have any food in my flat. <laughs> you don't, I just took you to Asda. I took you, I took you on a shopping trip the just chili. the other day. Okay, I've got two days worth of chili. There we go. <laughs> that's plenty. I've got a couple. So that's the thing. Like, I need. I would need food. In the early. In the early days, I guess, that's when it's going to be the most horrific and frantic, isn't it? That's yeah. when everyone's going to be kind of rioting. And that's yeah. when you're probably most at risk of getting something because there's just going to be masses of people running about. There's a big homeless population here. What's that got to do with it? Zombies. <laughs> what? I'm sorry? Like what? infecting people who are out and about. They've got nowhere to go. I guess, but... They can't use their phones, can they, Peter? <laughs> to don't Google, turn this on me. To Google for help. Don't you, don't you try and shield yourself from oh, your geez. own slightly problematic statement that there's a big I don't think that's a problematic statement zombies. it's a zombie invasion we're in Bristol and there's a huge homeless population here What's that's that? not going to stop I don't, I don't think owning a home is going to like stop it from going outside yeah. at some point no 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 it I just mean a... as in there, there, there's likely to be more zombies because there are people on the streets already who can't get somewhere safe <laughs> yeah okay. the leading cause of the zombie invasion the homeless <laughs> I mean in Bristol yes yeah uh, <laughs> And don't get me started on the drug enthusiasts. Oh, jeez. They already act like no, zombies. Let's get back. Let's get so back. enthusiastic. I'll tell you what, if they just got a job, then it'd be fine, wouldn't it? We're talking about bacterial zombies, not drug zombies. Okay, not it's not spice or whatever no, it's called. Bath zombies. salts. Yeah, bath salts. <laughs> oh, is that where they come from bath up the train tracks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they all come down on the train yeah. and they sit on the corner <laughs> and they get infected. God. Right. I think ideally you'd, you want power. Mm. I think there is probably systems in place where power would at least run for a month or so. Uh, internet I think you when we last talked about this you said the internet is kind of impervious to anything it, it will be there it, it, I think it survives itself unless the entire world just runs out of yeah, power yeah yeah let's assume for like the first like, at least couple of weeks you've got yeah phone lines assume will be down because that'll just be busy and rammed all the time but internet mm-hmm. and power 
I think because it, it would be tempting just to hold up in the flat for as long as I can. I, I live in a pretty secure flat. Like, to get through, there's a key cord and doors and locks. You can look on your balcony to see what's going on outside. Yeah, I mean, quite a good spot. But at, at some point, I'm going to get hungry. Hmm. And that's when it gets interesting. I guess you have to go out to forage at some point. I guess it'd be kind of... Uh, I guess the first port of call would be to knock on neighbours. Like, anybody in? I promise mm. I'm not a zombie. Kind of <laughs> He could have borrowed a spoonful of sugar or something kind of thing. Yeah. But like after a while, you are going to need to go out into the world. And that's where defense comes into things. How mm. do you defend yourself about around the stumbling dead? Because even though in this mind scenario, they're all the slow ones, they're still fucking terrifying. Because yeah. the problem is the sheer number of them and just getting caught, like going down an alleyway. Oh, there's one at the other end. Oh, one at the other end. Hey, yeah. you're dead yeah. now kind of thing. Because... Like the local co-op and Tesco, they're going to be fully raided within the first twenty-four hours. Yeah, there's going to be nothing, be nothing there. there. Nothing there. Mm. It's oh, it's going to be a case of like just looting people's houses and kind of thing. Just as it would be nice to have like a, a, a certain base you can return to, where like no one else can get in. It's just you. Like you, you go out during the day or whatever, get your stuff and return to that area. Have a nice. Safe so you'd space. want to stay put. You wouldn't want to go anywhere. I th- yeah, I would like to have like a central location where it's I know secure, I know it's safe, like mm. the Winchester kind of yeah. thing, but. I don't. What would? Because I, I don't. I'm not a fighter. Mm. I'm not going to last long if I go head to head with zombies. That's why. Because it's going to be. We live in the center of a city as well, so this is going to be a fucking hot spot. Yeah. It's not like this. There's countryside where like it's isolated. Yeah. Like, for things to get you, they've really got to try. In this case, we're in a heavily populated area, so it's going to be everywhere. Lots of homeless people as well. Everywhere. Can you just stop ragging on the homeless? I don't understand why it's ragging on the homeless, but I will stop. <laughs> I, I, oh, I do have... Every night outside my flat, there is like a homeless uh, meal giving service where they... Oh, come. aren't they the fucking worst, Michael? Trying to eat. Oh my God, I can't believe you'd say that. <laughs> What's the problem with the homeless population? I'm staying out of this. All of us, all of us all have of us. strong opinions, apparently. Yeah. Anyway. I think, I think I'd give myself like two weeks before I died. Yeah, I think that would well, be. Well, you're not living too far from me. If the zombie invasion were happening tomorrow, oh, you're if kick- we could get some fuel for my for my tiny the car, Matisse, yeah. for the for the absolute beast that is my Chevrolet Matisse, Ooh. you then could go to your aunts in Wales. Could go to my aunts in Wales. That's Although I think I country zombies would be pretty scary as well. Yeah. Like living in living on a spooky hill, yeah, would be I think almost worse than living in Thinking a central area. Thinking that you're isolated and then suddenly there's like a like a batting noise against your door. That happens yeah. Just, yeah, the beginning of 28 weeks later, that starts. Oh, my God. It's just like an, like a country house that's completely boarded up. They've kind of been living in there for weeks, obviously. Yeah. And then it just a kid comes running in, and they kind of let him in to deal with them, and then they start hearing taps and stuff. And like outside, just hordes of zombies running towards Great. them. Oh. So it's just that thing of once one knows, they all know. Amazing. Uh, yeah, well, if we could get some fuel from somewhere, because yeah. I don't have a lot in my car currently. Yeah. Then we might be able to stand a chance of getting somewhere. Yeah. If it's happening tomorrow and not today, like like Ben said, <laughs> can have some prep time. Well, Michael said, yeah, can now, I get a full night's sleep first? That would be. Convenient. I don't even mean me having noticed that it's going to happen. I just mean the difference with me is I'm going home tonight. Yeah. Mm. If it happened right now, as we're in this room recording the podcast, then I'd be pretty fucked. I would have to just like piggyback off someone else. Yeah. But if it happened tomorrow after I've got back, I think I would have a much better chance of surviving because I'd be out in the sticks. Yeah. Yeah, I get eventually the weird country zombies would make it to my place, but yeah. I would last so much longer than just being effectively a homeless person in Bristol. Yeah. That's who I would be. And yeah. Ben has cleared it up very well that 
you know, if you're homeless, you're going to be zombified straight away, which is actually true. Yeah, I, I, don't, I no, honestly have no idea why you guys took such issue immediately. You know that was a very it's valid just, point. It was just funny. Like, well, it's, it's that you didn't. Ex- I didn't. I didn't realize until later that you meant they've got nowhere to hide. Effectively, yeah. it's, it's time to move on from the phone thing. Let's let's shift it onto Ben now. <laughs> I just meant, you know, I didn't know what you were talking about. No, I just mean that if they're if they're on the streets, they are very vulnerable. Yeah, and yeah. way more vulnerable than we are. Yeah, and that's not going to be good for anybody. No. That's true. But also they should get a job in a phone, probably, yeah. right? Because right. I mean, the problem? What, what are they Just waiting some money. for? What are they yeah. waiting yeah. for? Yeah. What af- are they waiting for? Why are you homeless? Stop being homeless. If you can it's afford a, a phone, why can't you afford a house, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're the same Stick thing. Stick by it. Elect Peter so to if- local council. <laughs> so Peter, if you were, let's just say it's happening right now. Yeah. What would be your plan of attack? Would you stay in the office? Because I assume in like if it happened right now, reports start coming in, we could talk to the office people, start planning stuff, maybe... I would be a little Sorry, bit. I'm gonna, have to st- I'm gonna have to stand up. I'm on the least comfortable yeah. folding oh. chair ever. I, yeah, I'm dying as well. But yeah, would you stay in the office and kind of? Ben's just literally adjusting his microphone right yeah. now. That's fine. Oh, I think I think this. I would be sit- genuinely tempted to break the law, oh. commit a crime. I would, uh, if I could, I would steal a car. Yeah. And drive north. You wouldn't steal a car. Yes, I would. It's a zombie apocalypse. Hey, I will steal a car. Hey, we could all hitch a ride in my car. Well, it's very powerful. Yeah, it struggles up hills sometimes. The, the issue <laughs> as is, long as it's not uphill. I would need. Uh, I would have to. I would make sure that I used um, my maps, like my sat nav, avoiding motorways because the motorways are going to be absolutely gridlocked. Like they'll be chaos. That'll just be crash cars everywhere. I'd just be taking like B roads all but the way. What if everybody had that north. idea? Well, they might do, but at least. On the B roads. There's more options there. Yeah. If one road's closed, you can just loop around to another. Drive across fields if you have to. Yeah. Yeah. But where would what would be your final rest stop? Where would, what would be your, your final destination? Yeah, what would be like the place you think, oh, this is safe? Probably my grandparents' place. They live kind of, yeah, on a spooky hill. Um, mm. Almost. Spooky Almost safe and away from the zombies get tied before zombies. they climb to the top of the hill. Well, you'd see them coming at least. Yeah, you would genuinely see them coming from from all directions and if you were up there. The and thing that you might get to your grandparents' house and oh, they're zombies now. You've got to kill your no. grandparents. Oh no! <laughs> Possibly. Sorry, sorry, Jude. Yeah, um, I don't know. No idea. I'd probably go to to my aunt's, as you said, even though it's on a spooky hill in the middle of nowhere. There's lots of how lots of houses. There's lots of. Uh, bedrooms and uh plenty of food and water and all that kind of stuff so yeah. it would be it would be relatively safe there i think because in my head it's a case of just waiting it out eventually it'll starve to death mm-hmm. and eventually it'll be okay yeah. uh, they the zombies can starve, will starve death. to death won't yeah. they because yeah yeah that's the thing if they're sort of almost believable zombies where it's people with yeah like a kind of horrible medical condition but they still have to feed themselves by yeah. eating people then yeah they will starve to death eventually so i suppose the, the the zombies in the walking dead now must be like going around on the almost like those cute videos of of turtles who have lego wheels attached to them because their their legs don't work anymore oh. so the zombies are so broken down you'd think so been, wouldn't you they've been surgically put they're on skateboards and stuff yeah Apparently not, though, because no. that show's still going somehow. Well, I don't sure. think those zombies have to eat. I think they just do eat. Oh, the, oh, they just break down over time. Well, the actor who played Herschel is now a zombie. He died a couple of days ago. He's a real zombie, yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah. died a couple of days ago as of recording, which is like three weeks ago now. Yeah. Rip. Rip. Well, there we go. What a lovely thing. Yeah. I like talking about the apocalypse. Finally, 
We wrap up with a simpler question from Pet Shop Man. Pet oh. underscore shop underscore man. On the greatest Twitter. horror of all, the pet trade. <laughs> favorite favorite Spookums films. We've sort of talked about it, but tell me about 20, 28 Days Later. 20- 28 Days Later is it? It's a film more about the people than the zombies, I it's think. It's British. It's a British film. From Danny like Boyle? Danny, Danny Boyle. Oh, Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. The pipes, the pipes are calling. Yeah. But yeah, it, uh, how does it begin? How does 28 Days He later? wakes up in hospital. 28 Days It begins right? like The Walking Dead, just fucking copied. Yeah. Uh, he wakes up in hospital. That's and he's right. got all these lines going into his arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's a career, like a, a bike, bicycle career who gets in a car crash. Okay. He gets put in hospital and he's in a coma. And in the time he's like locked in the hospital room on a coma, apocalypse has unfolded. So, hey. like, the opening of the film is him just kind of exploring the barren London, which is like fucking amazing shots. Mm. Of, like they actually mm. like plant shots. Like they've got huge London landmarks cordon off the streets for like five minutes to get shots and stuff. Wow. Like totally empty London. It looks really good. Yeah, there's this bit where he's crossing... Uh, I think it's London Bridge. Oh yeah, yeah, like the the bridges. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) the one by um, fucking uh, Big Ben. Yeah, and he's walking across it, and there's just all these newspapers like blowing in the wind across, and he Mm. can just see Big Ben across, and he's like, "Why is this not completely heaving with tourists? Yeah, what has gone on here? That's amazing." Before you continue, have you guys seen that Darren Brown special he did, where he tricked a guy into thinking that he was in a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, like in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. That was sort of loose. I don't know if he was if how intentional it was, but that is kind of twenty eight days later. Oh, like, yeah. So if you've seen that, that was amazing. It was yeah. so good. They yeah. were on like a, a minibus for like a stag do or something, and all his mates were in on it. Yeah. And then they had like fake meteors landing outside, and then what what happened? They were like, saying on the news. How did they that knock him out? I can't. Didn't Darren Brown yeah, put him he under because he was on the bus? Did so he like did some minor yeah. tricks yeah. something and like put him under. And he oh, wakes so up good. and there's um a bit of newsreel looping on the TV where I think. The, the woman on the news was saying oh uh, they think that there might be some like biomatter inside the mm-hmm. meteors that have landed and that was kind of the explanation is that like this rock has fallen from space and now everyone has turned into a zombie yeah um yeah and then yeah that it's just sort of a documentary told over several parts where this where everyone's observing this man yeah and this this is real uh, people might not be familiar with darren brown outside the uk perhaps mm. but like He's he's a hypnotist and a and an, an illusionist and yeah. and he's very good at he's sort good of fun. manipulating mm. people yeah. and learning how to knowing how to do that and has a very dark kind of uh, yes always has a dark twist, twist yeah. to yeah. everything that he does and so he he set this guy up in a compound didn't he and then faced him with various moral decisions about he's whether looking or not after to a let, girl like yeah in the yeah he sort of adopts a little girl yeah. who's an actor and. Yeah, it's, it was really interesting like, to watch. They set it up. I, th- I don't know if it's the same thing, but like they gave him a gun at some point, and they set up, like the zombies with squibs and stuff. Oh, that was a different yeah. thing. Oh, because I remember, oh, okay. I remember there was something where like the ga- like it was like a hospital thing, and they gave a guy a gun and squ- like so he thought he was actually shooting people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that was a guy who was at a games arcade. Yeah, he was playing a zombie a, a shooter game oh, with yeah. like a light gun. Yeah, that was another one. And part then of that Darren series. Brown like puts him under. Yeah, and then the guy wakes up in the game. Yeah, inside a whole set where it's like a hospital, and he's got a gun. That is That's what I was thinking. as far as yeah. he's aware, it's fucking working. Like it's got blanks in it and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And he he ends up cowering in a corner. Like he gets surrounded. He's like, oh god, oh god, no. And he's like screaming. He doesn't want to fire at them. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I can't remember what that series was called. But if you just search Darren Brown zombie, you'll, you'll probably find it. Sorry, Michael. Carry That's on. all right. I think yeah, but like it goes through the normal 
zombie film progressions where it's like, oh, we got to find people to live with and we got to like, battle against zombies and like there's a few skirmishes in between. But the ending's really interesting because the evil shifts from the zombies to human beings. Yeah. I think oh. yeah. throughout the entire film, they're trying to get to an army base. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, they'll look after us. And eventually it turns out the army people are total shits. Like, oh, no. the most evil people ever. It's, I don't want to spoil what they do, but like, it's like, oh, my God, you're yeah. absolute fucking monsters. Christopher Eccleston is yeah, one he, of the shits. He's, he's no, like the general. Did they ask him about Doctor Who and he just went <laughs> off the rails? <laughs> yeah. I but swear yeah, to God. Turns out they get to safety, but it's not safe at all. Oh, and wow. It's, it's, a, it's a really good film. It's weird in the way it's shot because it's shot on like SD tape. Rather right. than like going like the film routes. So yeah, it's it very lo- grainy. It looks or, like a handy well. cam, pretty yeah. much. It's like mm. it's very, it's like gritty, I think. I hate using that word to describe anything, but it's, kind of, it's got this a very... It is yeah. really good. I've not watched it in a long time. I might watch it on Halloween. It's God, really, like, it's really good. It. I mean, I'm intrigued. Yeah. It's, it's, not, like it's, not, it's not overly spoopums. No, more, it's not. Yeah, I'm okay with like gore and stuff. like and, and, and I do like stuff that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Like last Halloween, I really enjoyed sitting there and watching through season two of Stranger Things, which yeah. obviously, mm. you know, isn't isn't a horror by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. But even so, like, I'm okay with some stuff and I've gotten better, but paranormal stuff can fuck off. Yeah, it's, not it's, not, it's not like that at all. It's really good. There's like a, probably a couple of jump scares in it, but it's, it's mostly just about... I like Shaun of the Dead and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And that has, that has that a fair day. share of jump scares in it as well, just yeah. to make you make you jump a little bit. 28 weeks later, went off the rail, though. That was just awful. I've oh, not seen it? any of oh, the that's others. A shame. Yeah, I hope they do a third one like 28 months later or something because it is a fun premise. I thought they did do or, or they said they were going to. I think it was in, in planned but I think 28 weeks later kind of fucked that plan because oh, it shit. didn't do very well. Oh, it was a bit shit. Oh. Yeah. Bugger. Yeah. Well, uh, who else has a favourite film? I don't, know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We've already talked about yeah, we've done a, a, few, films. a few films. Yeah. And, and okay, things, well, but, should, we, uh, should we wrap it up there then? Yeah, yeah. we've gone over uh, quite a bit here, but you know what? That's we fine. have. We, we've hoped you'd enjoy it. We, we, we hope, sorry, you have enjoyed this very spooky episode of Poddy at Spooky It's. Um, <laughs> make sure you go to store.yorkscast.com to check out all of our merchandise yeah, boy. and buy all of that stuff. YouTube, Twitter, facebook.com forward slash idiots official. Thanks to our patrons. That's patreon.com forward slash Vidiots official. If you want to donate some money, that'd be amazing. We're also doing a lot more Twitch stuff now. Twitch.tv forward slash surprise Vidiots official. At this is Rules Boss for uh, for any advice on rules that you could possibly want. And at Billy Ray Botrus on Twitter for daily automated tweets about his sad, sad walrus Aww. life. Uh, bit.ly forward slash Vidiots Discord if you'd like to join that. And tell your friends Vidiots at gmail.com if you'd like to submit an intro that goes before one of our videos. Uh, make sure you leave us an iTunes review or a review slash slash rating on your platform of choice. We've got a good week coming up on the channel. Oh boy. <gasps> Various videos. The most important one that we would like you to direct your eyes towards though will be the video going out on Saturday. Yes. Oh which is an announcement video about it sounds ominous when i say the future of idiots it's nothing to be worried about we're transitioning our focus slightly you'll have yeah. to watch the video for more information and mm. you'll doubtless have questions yeah and we will address them on the next podiats yeah uh, but make sure you watch that video on saturday because things a are a changing and oh. do literally tell your friends because that's the kind of thing that that video is going to go out and then three months later people are going to go why is it and we were like well we, we did try and tell people to have to have the very best of our abilities, but oh well. Tell tell your friends about it again. Tell it's friends. not an ominous thing. No, you don't, you don't need to worry. Spoopy. It's just we're, we're changing 
we're going to be doing a little bit more Twitch. Yeah. yeah so, but we'll go into detail in the video. So make sure make sure you give that a watch, uh, guys. Is oh. there a question, a spooky question that we can end this oh. on? People should tell us their spookiest experiences. Yeah, what, what spooky encounters have you had? Any kind, be it supernatural or otherwise. Yeah. What's happened? What spooked you to your core? What has spooked you? Let us know in the comments below. Yeah. And uh, until next time, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.